0: Welcome to the build up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit DonLewi.net for further information. Hello and welcome to a
1: very special episode of the Build Up podcast here on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. It's our US election special. I am a real American. Again, now when we getting into politics. It's actually a good point, you know what I'm trying to say. So I just think they're all hypocrites like we might be getting into politics. My name is Mark Bart Barty and as always I am joined by Mick McCarthy. But as well as that, we welcome a very special guest, Mr. Donnie Mahoney. Donnie, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? I'm not so bad. Look, it's a U.S. presidential election. It only happens once every four years. So we could not have you on the podcast. And Mick is actually a U.S. politics, a politics in general, a bit of an anorak, especially U.S. politics for some reason, Mick. You seem to have more interest in that than the Irish one. So we couldn't have you. And obviously you've watched the West wing 75 times. <laughs> so,
0: uh, yeah. Number one course. reason is, uh, watching the West. Wing. No. And also because, uh, it's all of the interest and intrigue of politics and not quite without the consequences. We might talk about later. It does have the consequences, but not with the, uh, I suppose the, the never ending darkness and struggle and closeness that you know, politics at home brings you. You don't enjoy talking about it as much because of the the utter devastation and pain that it often brings you, you know. But at least this is far away, 3,000 miles away, and we can have a bit of a, a laugh about it until the result goes wrong, obviously.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, we're usually getting you hyped for the sporting weekend, but we're getting you hyped for the election. It's happening next Tuesday night. Well, all day Tuesday, obviously, there's been votes coming in already with postal votes and, and everything else as well. But the polls are closing Tuesday night. We will know by Wednesday who the next U.S. president is going to be for the next four years? Or will we have the same one? That is the question. It's Trump against Joe Biden. And we're going to be looking through the Labbrook's uh, U.S. politics market here. They've got a few different markets on the U.S. Pres- election, presidential election. We'll be looking in depth, looking at some of the different states, the electoral college votes, all that kind of jazz, to see if we can find something that might uh, that might capture, catch our attention for a little flutter. But Mick, the first question I'm going to have to ask you, right, mm-hmm. is... To explain to those who haven't been paying close attention um, over the last couple of weeks in the terms of the race, there are people on social media like the polls are all in favor of Biden. But then there are those on social media who say they're having, they're believing none of it. It's the same as twenty sixteen. They're gonna you know who can believe polls anymore, and that uh, Trump's going to win again.
0: Yeah, you think different. Why do you think differently? I do. Look, I mean, Joe Biden is two to one on to win on Lad Brooks. I think that is an unbelievable price if you're so inclined. Look, I'm going to be like, I'm somebody who doesn't put more than 10 euro on something. So I'm not like it's, you know, it's not great for me to win a fiver. But like, you know, I just think as as, as value wise, I think it's an unbelievable price because he is not guaranteed to win. Donald Trump could easily win the election. Loads of things could happen. We could talk about it in a while. But all of the pointers would suggest that the more, way more likely outcome, like, outcome is that Joe Biden will be president. And, like, why was it different in 2016? I think there's a lot of kind of people who are just sort of fatalistic, really, and kind of just go, oh, it's going to be the same again. Trump's going to get in. The people like to sound like they're in the know a little bit as well, I think, when they say things like that, even though they're just making it up, they think they know the human condition. But actually, numbers generally don't lie. Did they lie in 2016? The consensus is they did. But they didn't lie all that much. right? So say if you take a national poll of everyone in America, it doesn't really work like that in terms of how it um, is measured in terms of the Electoral College and everything like that and how they actually just decide. But Hillary Clinton was up 3.2% in the last poll before the election, and she won by 2.1%. Overall, in terms of the popular vote, that's not a big swing at all. It's way within inside the margin of error. Now, in individual states, there were issues, and obviously, that's where it became the problem. Why is it different this time? Well, look, pollsters learn from their mistakes. There was a big uh, swing the other way from the polls in 2012 when Obama was reelected, and one of the like. They didn't. They undercounted Democratic votes. This happens every now and then. They try to amend things. One of the things they got wrong was that they underestimated massively in states like Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, where they were the three states that won the election for Trump. They underestimated what they call in America. They divide everything by race, really annoyingly. But they divide, they call the white uh, uh, non-college educated voter. They underestimated that voter in their polling models. They've amended that the twenty eighteen midterm elections were actually very accurate in that regard, so that's something to to watch for. Another thing is that the gaps are actually bigger in the polls you know so um than they were four years ago like you're talking about that 3.2 it's kind of an average of around 8.9 to 9% at the moment it was up as high as 10.7 it's only been as low as 6.6 and we're talking about for months now you know what I mean so it's actually been a very steady election there's a lot of polls like loads and loads and loads and loads of polls they can't all be wrong so even with a massive polling error even with a, a swing laid on even with a margin of error all of that stuff you're still looking at Biden having a bigger lead than Hillary had So there we go. There are just a couple of things. The other thing is that there's way fewer undecided voters this time. So when people will send, people will send up a tweet because they like to, again, sound like they know things and say, look, uh, Hillary was leading by uh, five points in Pennsylvania this day, four years ago. And so is Joe Biden today. But what they also have is like, that would be like Hillary was leading like 46, 41 or something like that, whereas, or maybe 45-40, maybe Biden is leaving 50-45. So Trump is actually more popular. He's got more solid vote, but Biden's at 50%. He has. There's very few undecided voters. I was leading in, in Michigan, In no, in, in Pennsylvania, um, they had, I'm just looking for this, yes, yeah, sorry, so 36% of Pennsylvanians had a favorable uh, impression of Hillary Clinton on election day. That's 50% for Joe Biden. Now that doesn't mean that they'd vote for them or whatever. A lot of people who didn't have a favorable impression of Hillary Clinton still voted for her, but, let's face it, that's, she wasn't the popular candidate. People were looking for an excuse not to vote for her. And one of the ways that came up actually as well, and another, another reason why I don't think the polls are wrong this time, was the third party candidates. They had a lot of votes last time. They took a lot of votes away from Hillary Clinton. People didn't like Donald Trump, but they really didn't want to vote for her. That's not the case this time. So I have a lot of things there. There's, <laughs> there's actually even a few more that I could go into. But for me, as the po- They could still be wrong. Everything could still happen in the same way as it did last time. But you have to spell these things out because they're actual facts. And it's important to know that there is a difference. And it's not just the same old, same old. And everybody just goes, Ash, our polls. What difference do they make? Nobody knows anything anyway. Uh, Donald Trump's going to win because Americans are stupid. You know, that's what people right. want to say. It's not necessarily the case. It doesn't mean he won't win. But all of those reasons, and I haven't even got to all of them, Mark are the reasons why everything is different now than it was four years ago.
1: Well, there you have it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That wraps up our podcast for today, Noah. <laughs> Donnie, after all this and all that, surely mm-hmm. there's no way. Uh, there's no, like, is there any counterpoint? Or ha- is this uh, science he'll deliver for Joe Biden as Mick would uh, contest?
2: Oh, God, no. This is hardly decided. Is and I think the odds are com- very, you know, very generous uh on the side of the, the democrat um we haven't seen a incumbent lose an election in america since 1992 um what we can uh, there's a conversation about the polls but as anybody who um was who can re- flash back who can remember f- back to no- november 2016 there was a big song and dance about um just how there was so much cockiness and uh, exuberance around the democratic vote and and a huge underestimation of of the Trump vote and the Republican vote in America. Um, that I think it's I just think it's going to be very close. And to me, I I mean, there's a I would admit there's a bit of fatalism that uh, or fear that Trump might win, and, and that sort of would inform my opinion. But there's also things like his control of the courts and his sort of unpredictable nature, which to me, in a year of total insanity, um, I just would not feel comfortable in any way backing or putting my money behind Biden winning. You just, like, everything is different this year. The, that could be good for Trump or for Biden, but, like, the whole system is going to be... is going to happen over postal votes. And I, I don't know. To me, there's just too many... There's a whole, I think we're in unknown territory. So like, I, I just don't find any comfort in these polls. Why like, I mean, I do believe that they've probably corrected their methods. Um, I do think like Trump, he, the Republican candidate, it's guaranteed, you know, a, at least what, 20 states. And then, you know, if you can, I think those states will always be in play, the Michigans, Pennsylvania's, Ohio's, Florida's. And um, I just wouldn't feel massively confident that, that Biden is such an an amazing candidate that he'll just sweep through it. Whatever about this, and I'm, I've been seeing this on social media this week that the cockiness is back, and Biden, you know, the talk of the sort of um, of a rout again. You know, I mean, if you look at that final tally in twenty sixteen, three oh six to Trump, two thirty two to Clinton. It's you know, it's it was a tidal wave. So I, I don't, I know every, the world has changed, but I, I just wouldn't be, I. I would i i wouldn't put my money on biden for that's yeah. what i would
0: say There's three states though by a combined i think was it 40,000 votes in those three states that that made the difference between the the um trump winning and not like you know so again i completely understand where donny's coming from but uh, it is it is a different race it's not the same as last time trump is the numbers aren't just numbers either you don't just have he's ahead by nine points or he's ahead by five points in pennsylvania you also have lots of different uh other polling data which would suggest that trump's handling of the coronavirus has been an absolute disaster trump's handling of uh, the uh racial unrest has been an absolute disaster trump's handling of the economy despite it being very good up until the pandemic is now gone down to it's not a strength for him anymore. Even though it's not a disaster for him anymore, so on and so forth. Uh, and his general popularity level at being an asshole is not uh, like you know that it just isn't. After four years of it, people are tired of it. People are willing to, to give it a go for a while, you know. So again, absolutely not saying that it's. Uh, there's no kind of song and dance here. And I haven't really. What I'm actually suggesting is that the numbers are. The numbers belie the the um, kind of negativity that I'm seeing and the sort of fait accompli attitude towards people just thinking that Trump is going to get back in. And I think it's a it's definitely possible, but it's very unlikely thing to happen.
1: Let's dig into some of the what we call the swing states here, because I'm looking through the Labrook's uh, odds on these. And I've picked out a few lads that I want you to call it one way or the other. And um, the first one up, these are ones that you might find some value in. The first one up I want to talk about is Florida. Oh, good old Florida. Always uh, probably the standout one when people talk about swing states. Uh, at the minute on com, the Republicans are 11 to 8 on to win that, um, whereas the Democrats with Biden are evens. What way do you see this one going?
0: So there's. Um The website 538.com have a kind of a a polling average model where they kind of take in all the polls, they judge them by which are the more quality ones, and they run a kind of an average all the way. And I've been looking at kind of all the different states and who's sort of leading in them. Florida is really, really close, and it has been for a long time, but Biden is winning by two there, an average of two point zero that 's um, very very close and well within margin of errors now don 't forget all these polls have their own margin of errors um, as well trump hasn 't won a, a a good poll there like a like a high quality poll and there's loads of them since, like, September 22nd. So Biden is always ahead, even though it's close. You know, so that makes me wonder. I think Florida is a tough one, though. I would suggest that it will, you know, we'll know how the night is going. We'll know who's going to be. If if Trump wins, it's not definite that Biden loses, but if Biden wins, he almost certainly wins it, and you'll kind of know it's got to be a very easy win and a relaxed win i wouldn't be sure about it though i w- i wouldn't be having a bet on it because i think it's it's far too close. There's a lot of... Donnie was talking about dodgy courts and dodgy everythings. There's a lot of weird things in, in Florida as well. The person I was reading this morning is in charge of the vote, or one of the people on the the head of the board who's in charge of the voting count has like Trump signs in his lawn <laughs> different things like that, that, you know, against the law, obviously, but it doesn't seem to matter. Uh, so Florida would be definitely one that would worry me because uh, that was the one state that did go against the polls in 2018. In the midterms as well, they lost the governorship and a senate seat there that they weren't expected to lose. The Democrats. So, if I was picking, I'd actually pick Trump to win Florida.
2: Of all the states that we'll, I think we'll talk about in the swing state discussion, it's the place that's filled with the most amount, the biggest amount of lunatics. So, I think <laughs> in, in that sense, you have to just say it's just sort of just give it to Trump. I think.
1: Give it to Trump, it's actually, it's interesting. If you were looking, like we said, there's 11 to 8 on for uh, Trump to win in Florida. But if you look at the win in margin, Trump to win by under 2.5% is 5 to 2. Trump to win by over 2.5% is 5 to 2. So yeah,
2: he won this... by, he, he beat Hillary by 1.2% in, uh, yeah. in 2016. I think it, it's, uh, this state is always, always close, but I think there's always just an extra 20,000 lunatics that always swing it for the Republicans.
1: Next one up, lads. Uh, We're going to try and race through these. Next one up is Michigan.
0: So Michigan is one of the states that uh, Hillary surprisingly lost, and it was probably it was Pennsylvania was probably the biggest kick in the gut, and Michigan wasn't too far behind it. They probably should have won Michigan and didn't didn't spend enough time there, and that was an issue. Michigan has been fairly solid. For uh, in in the polls for the Democrats. That's at plus 8.1% at the moment on average. That's actually not even as strong as it's been. Obviously, there's a lot of polling there because these three states that they lost last time are all he- really heavily polled this time. Um, I can't see... It's not... Def- again, anything could happen, but I would say that's a safe enough one for Biden here at this stage. Yeah, the only
1: real reason about uh, for talking about Michigan is if you thought that the Republicans... I had a good shout because I think they're 9-4, to four, whereas the Democrats are 3-1 to on, on Labrook. So it is a case of, if you don't think the Republicans are able to shout, Donnie, I don't know if you disagree, but uh, it's probably one to stay away from.
2: Well, it was one of those states where there was nearly a, a armed coup this year. So um, it, it's an interesting kind
1: of place. Um <laughs> But. I think we should change this podcast up to just like Donnie's, Donnie ranks all the states in terms of lunatics from 50 to 1.
0: Uh, we might have done 1 and 2 already. I do think,
2: I would, I would think Michigan uh, will probably go Democrat.
0: Uh,
1: Arizona, Republicans are 11 to 10 to win uh, Democrats 6 to 4.
0: That's really interesting. Now this is one actually, in a similar way to Florida, right? So the Arizona hasn't really gone Democrat before in a presidential election. It's been trending that way, but it hasn't actually gone over the edge. Hillary was spending time there before the last election, didn't get it. People thought that was folly. Now it looks like it's gone even further. They're plus three and a half percent. It's actually the oh uh, if if Biden loses one of Pennsylvania, Michigan and uh and Wisconsin, the one the three lot that Hillary lost last time, that's his safest bet. To win, it, you know, to win it back, but it's a really tough one to actually get over the line when you haven't done it before. It's really hard to. That's why I think the betting might be against it. But they have been leading. Biden's been leading the like for two months in Arizona now, if not that. Like you know, it's it it's been way more stable than people think. It isn't just like up and down all the time, you know. So I would say this time they will actually get over the over the line in Arizona, but not a guarantee or anything. It's really close inside the margin of error. Donnie?
2: It would, it would shock me just to ever see a Democrat win Arizona. So just, that's, just, that's just a lifetime of uh, of watching these elections. I, I know things are changing, but I, it would just shock me because it's a, it's, it's a strange place as well.
1: Uh, there are two last ones I want to talk about for different reasons. They're both um, similar odds, but in the opposite directions in terms of North Carolina and Georgia. So I think uh, with North Carolina, you've got the – I've just lost it here for a second. You've got the Democrats who are 11 to 8 on and Republicans are evens. And it's the same odds in the opposite direction in terms of Georgia. So these are two key states as well, as swing states. Would you both be going with, what the, with the way the odds are going there or do you think they might be an upset?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that neither are guaranteed. And actually... Biden's leading in Georgia for the last week or so, which is unbelievable. Like, that's a big change. He's leading by 1.7 there now. But I think when it comes to it in the grand scheme, like, just it's just a place that they've never won before. And I think that it just will be squeaked. Those things tend to not actually change. You just think they are, you know, (laughs) they think you're going to. Uh, Whereas North Carolina, I think Obama won there twice. So no, only once. Only once. I said, okay. Yeah. Well, it has it has gone blue before. So I can see. I can see North Carolina. Just it's a little bit so, more solid in the polls, but not by much, actually. But uh, I just I think Georgia, when it comes to it, it just won't get over the line. If you know what I mean. Even though it's closer than it's literally probably ever been since the '60s. Anyway. So
2: I just. So what, sorry, Mark. If you even if you go back to 2008, which when Obama sort of rallied the troops. There was, he only won North Carolina by um, if you can barely, he won that by less than 20,000 votes. So like, and that was at a time of, you know, this huge wave, like boy and uh, Obama yeah. sort of wave. Exactly. So I like those states. Again, you've talked about Florida. If it goes to, if it, you know, if if that goes to Biden, the whole thing is basically going to be a walkover. If either of those, if, Georgia or South Carolina or North Carolina go to uh, go to Biden. It's you know it's a, it's a done deal. But I just think I, I, I don't know. I just think these those count those states is where you find shenanigans as well. And I th- I just think. Trump will find a way just to get over the line.
1: Are there One any thing states before... where you won't? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <no. laughs> There's a lot
2: of good <laughs> states. New Jersey, New York, California. These
0: are One thing before you move off the states, Mark, is that Pennsylvania, you haven't mentioned, is probably the most important of all the states in that. Like, It looks like Wisconsin and Michigan are going to go back to Biden. They're like eight points or whatever, which would mean that Pennsylvania would be all he needs of the 2016 states, it doesn't look like Trump is going to take any states that Hillary won. So it comes down to those three. Obviously, you want to pick up Florida, Arizona, North Carolina, Georgia, Iowa, all these, Ohio, like all these would be bonus. But if he gets Pennsylvania as well as those other two, that's the election in the bag. He gets to 270 and wins it. And, you know, that's where they're spending all their time He's originally from um, Pennsylvania. Uh, Biden, like he's plus five there at the moment, which like because of the other ones are like plus eight and stuff like that. It doesn't sound that healthy, but it is. It's a good lead, like you know. But he was around that last time. Um, Again, though, just just going back to Pennsylvania, why it's important, right? Is like people will point to the plus five you know being the same as it was last time again those numbers are biden's at 50 percent now hillary was at like 45 you know um and third parties and undecideds were huge one in five pennsylvania voters said they were undecided in uh this time a week to go in 2016 one in 20 now
1: There you go. big big fights. difference
0: that's a lot of voters you know um so yeah. that's a five point lead you know again there could be a polling error like, it's definitely not in the bag. That's the biggest worry for every Democratic voter is what's happening in Pennsylvania, but it's a good lead. Like,
1: yeah, they're five. Uh, Biden is five to two on uh, to win uh, in Pennsylvania on labrooks.com. One last state, actually, I just want to quickly mention not generally known as a swing state, but Texas. The Republicans are three to one on, Democrats nine to four to win it. It could. There's a sort of potential there for a bit of an upset if this is one that again, if Biden wins, it is probably home and host. But they went Democrat in the midterms, and nine to four looks intriguing there.
0: Yeah, it's they had. There was a thing in in the, like the Dallas Morning News put Biden up by three, I think, on Sunday, and everybody had a panic attack, and then all the polls since then have been for Trump. So it's very tight. Like, but I think. We're talking about like not getting over the line in Georgia, and maybe not even in Florida, and just when it comes to it, there'll be too many Trump-style voters. That's my impression of Texas. I think it's it's getting closer every single time. Twenty twenty-four, Texas is going Democrat, but Donnie,
2: no, it's, it's not just, happening I mean, this time, isn't it? No, I, I mean, I can't imagine any world where Texas is <laughs> in a Republican state. It's the most Republican place in America.
0: <laughs> yeah not anymore
2: yeah, that's, what, not, that's what that's not what actually anymore, caught my isn't...
1: eye as well yeah, yeah that's what caught my eye when I even saw it I was like oh no Texas is surely Republican so second biggest uh, state as well if he wins that you're talking about 400 <laughs> extra college uh, votes yeah so lads basically we've gone through all those and I don't know if we've had anybody who's confident in either way in any of those, or especially uh, definitely any ones that in terms of for the outside or whatever. So we're still trying to look for a bit of value here. I think there's two here I'm going to look at, uh, two markets. One is the Electoral College betting and the other one is the popular vote. So popular vote first off, over under 45% for Donald Trump. So this is uh, five to four for, sorry, five to four for Donald Trump to get between 40 and 45. For over under, he's uh, 11 to eight on to get over uh, forty-five percent, and then evens to get under forty-five percent.
0: Yeah, what do you think? Me, me. Yeah, you're talking about the value. What, what, what's your? I haven't the foggiest.
1: I'm, i I'm, I'm the man who asked the questions here. Uh, look at
2: you. you no, know, he, he's definitely getting at least forty-five percent of the vote. I think. Yeah, that, that's guaranteed. So it's like so I, that... I saw, I saw a bet that was. Trump's popular vote share 45, between 45 and 50% at 7 to 4 on Ladbroke's yep. I thought that's a very nice back because, you know, he's, he's I think he's, you know, even if you, you know, win, win or lose, he's going to be around 48, 49%, I, I think. So, uh, and like, I just, it doesn't seem like the, the momentum is behind him for a sort of plus 50. So, I, I, think, I think he's going to be in that 45 to 50 range. That's where, if I'm looking for value, I'm looking at Trump's vote around there.
0: So right now he is losing by nine percentage points which if every went to them that'd be fifty what fifty four four I because I can't do the maths <laughs> 41. forty one fifty four and a half to forty uh, four and a half yeah um would be the gap there but that's not including any third party candidates they're gonna take at least five percent of the vote i think last time it was 47 and 46 or something like that i think hillary maybe it was hillary at 48 and trump at 47 or something like that you know if there's a big gap between them there's not going to be as many third parties he's not guaranteed to get over 45 i wouldn't be too sure of it i'd say he'll probably get between it's between 43 47 like you know i don't like i i wouldn't he's getting nowhere near 50 you know so they put the over under at just the right spot. Uh,
1: it's good over under, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, they might know too. what they're
0: doing, Ladbrokes.
1: <laughs> so then, if we look at actually, do you know what I'm going to do before we go on? Because the electoral college Road is going to be what's going to call it for both. the So before that, you've been looking through the markets. Is there anything else that's caught your eye in
0: terms of value? Um, well, I have one, and it was it's kind of as what we're talking about with the all of these swing states, right, Or all of these Republican-leaning states that might go Democrat. And look, I think Biden is going to win. And I think that he'll win a couple of these and it'll be good night nurse. Like, you know, but at the same time, I, I as I was saying with Texas, I don't think he's going to get out, He's going to get over the line in all, mall. And we have this like grand landslide or anything like that. So there's a, there's a vote here on Trump specials or on the election specials on Ladbrokes where it's like how many of these States will text, will Trump win? It's a really good one of Texas, Ohio, Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, and Florida, I've gone for four at seven to one. I think he's going to win Texas. I think he's going to win Ohio and I do think he's going to win Georgia and then one of North Carolina, Arizona and Florida. You know, I do, like ultimately yeah. I would say that's going to be Florida is my guess but if he wins Florida he could easily still lose Arizona and North Carolina. Four of those states to me is a good, it's not a guarantee but for a seven to one bet I really like it. Donnie is Anthony caught you, right?
2: um, Yeah, I mean I was looking at I've seen the – I've been looking mostly at Trump votes, and I saw, like, Republicans coming home with more than 232 Electoral College votes. I know we're going to come on to the Electoral College, but if you look at – Hillary did 232 and was hammered last time. So you're telling me that, that – at two, Republicans plus 231 at even money, basically, 10 to 11. You're telling me the, Trump's not going to get 231? I think that's – I mean, I think that's ridiculous. I, I think. I, I think – even if he loses, I think it'll be within sort of 20 electoral votes. So I think that's some, that's a nice kind of handy value. Um, I mean, we might as well. And then if you think, if you're, I think if you're, if you're positive about Trump, Trump 270 to 299 at six to one, you know, I mean, it's an interesting kind of, because it, it's unlikely that he's going to get anywhere anywhere over 300. You'd have to imagine if, if you're listening to the polls, but if, if, you're, if you're a skeptic uh, and you think Trump's going to just find a way to win here uh, using yeah. all his tricks and all of his corrupt, corruptions, well, then maybe 6-1 to one for 270 to 299 on, on Trump is pretty good value.
0: I you have 70 to say... 29- I don't want i i don't won't be taking because I don't think he's going to win, but I actually think that's an unbelievable bet because yeah. you're talking about Trump is uh thirteen to eight to win the election, but he is six to one to get between two seventy and two nine nine i don't I literally have looked at the map I don't know how he gets over three hundred yeah. but so yeah. if you're gonna bet on Trump to win, that's your bet yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting, but or Mick, what one are you going for? Look, if you look uh, in terms of the electoral college folks, you have the different yeah. margins, kind of the same as in football, the margin of victory, really. Um, what one are you looking at? I presume you're edging towards Biden, but what's the margin of victory? Or yeah, the so college I've actually ones?
0: written down what I have, and I haven't taken it away, but uh, from in terms of the margin of victory, but, oh no, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the 300 to 349 at 7 to 2, is where I would land, but also the maybe Biden winning at 270 to 299 at eight to one. Like both of them are good bets. You know what I mean? And both yeah. of them, you can be covered in betting on both. Um Like, I don't know. I think ultimately, actually I was thinking when I did it earlier, I have them at 335 to 203. That actually does give them Florida and North Carolina. Uh, it would be two ninety to two four eight without them and without uh, the the second seat in Maine or the second uh, 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 section of Maine. So two ninety two four eight or three three five to two zero three is kind of how I see the two the two kind of picks going. But it's funny; it starts like it was just one with like absolute definite guarantees. You're talking about the Democrats starting on two one two, and Trump only starting on one two five and they have to get yeah. to only 270. There's not a huge amount of states Biden has to win, funnily enough, you know? But, um, yeah, I see. I I probably think, actually, 290 to 248 is probably the more likely of those, which would put him in the 8-1 to one category of 270 to 299. Um, electric there's, electric an awful awful, there's an awful numbers. lot of
1: One number to another number being thrown around in two <laughs> different, completely Sorry. different contexts. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: I realise that, man, actually. What about a 269 a to 269 tie yet. at 66 to 1? Yeah.
2: Uh, I think that's interesting. In a, in a crazy year where nothing makes sense, of course, uh, and America's not really fond of, of, of draws or ties, but I could see uh, this complete, like, this electric college tie that just throws a whole country into chaos. I'm just really telling
1: me, are you really telling me on yet another build up podcast that we're discussing some big national event that we're predicting a draw?
0: <laughs> uh, i think i'm looking for an odds here on something that uh you know which is that biden wins the supreme court votes to take it away there's a riots that turn into a civil war and ultimately results in canada invading america she's a seven to one okay not bad that's that's <laughs> So what are you make just before we finish up here but go
1: and tell us make a decision here which one are you going for are you going for the 270 to 299 yeah, winning margin be, of 270 to be safe to then
0: to be safe then I think if he goes with, with doesn't win Florida but wins the rest of them that I think is 270 to 299 is 8 to 1 but uh, why not go for both if you think he's going to win yeah. uh 300 to 349 is 7 to 2
1: there you have it. I hope this was a help to anybody listening. Um, I don't know because one of one of our esteemed uh, analysts is going for Biden to win by two seventy to two ninety nine. The other is going for Trump by two seventy to two ninety nine. There I've we got, have it.
2: Just before we go, I've got one vote that I think every, or one option that I think everybody should consider. Uh, it's very good, very good value bet at fifty to one. You can get Trump to still be president on February first, two thousand twenty five, in his third term not beyond the realms of possibility. This guy is defied convention. He's a disruptive president. He does things his own way. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, Get in there now while the value is there. 50 to 1, I think.
0: He could also lose this election and run again in 2024 and find a second way to uh, to win you that bet.
1: There you have it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be watching on. We'll be watching. It's gone, it's gone oh to the point that we've decided that Donald <laughs> Trump will be getting a third term as U.S. <laughs> President. Um, but I hope, look, it might be, uh, it still might be worth paying attention to the election coverage next Tuesday. Anyhow, even though that seems to be a dead cert. We hope you enjoy the show. If you are having a bet, please do gamble responsibly. You can visit dunlewy.net for more information. But uh, if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, you can do so by searching the build up on Buzzfeed on all good podcast apps. We've also got a show. Our normal show is out already this week. We preview an absolutely mammoth sporting weekend. I don't even know where to begin with that one. Uh, we chat to Stephen Ferris about the upcoming Ireland uh, France game. Obviously, the Six Nations decider. You can listen to that on a podcast feed right now. But until we chat to you again, mind yourself. now, when we into politics. It's actually a good point, you know what I'm trying to say. So, I just think that are all hypocrites, like. I might be getting into politics.